All right, we're live. Happy Halloween! Spooky episode! <laughs> Spooky episode. One day before Halloween, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> or isn't Basically, Halloween yeah, I- All Hallows Eve? So this is All Hallows Eve Eve, I guess? I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. Does that make November 1st? Hollows? All Hollows? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, right? I don't know. Or is it supposed to be like the Eve of All Hollows? So tomorrow is All Hollows and the Eve is just the <clears throat> evening time of it. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I don't know what the actual like Halloween is, honestly, as we know it. So... It's when the great pumpkin rises from the pumpkin patch mm-hmm. and gives all the good boys and girls candy. Oh. Right? I think so, yeah. That sounds right. Isn't that, is that what happened? It's been a while since I watched that special. Yeah. Yeah, it's been forever since I've seen that one. It's a good one. Solid one <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I love Halloween specials. It's one of my favorite things about this time. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, speaking of which, like, like, so my plans for tomorrow um, include like playing Luigi's Mansion um, and watching the Hey Arnold and Danny Phantom Halloween specials. Okay. Because over the last few months, I bought those whole series on DVD. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to watch the the Halloween specials for sure. Yeah. Um, So are those your like favorite or is that no those are just like i just bought those okay in, in the last few months so it's like might as well watch the halloween specials from those sure yeah um, i was kind of i haven't in, in years yeah yeah for sure i we then also go to a uh i think i told john about this last week um there's like a rich neighborhood in town that closes off their streets for kids to go trick-or-treating in okay um and then they also have awesome awesome halloween decorations in the yards and we like to walk around there and just see the cool halloween decorations and all the costumes and stuff like that because in the area i'm in it's like just like you know 20 30 year olds like no one's trick-or-treating around here yeah um so to to be part of it at all i have to go elsewhere but uh what about you what are are your halloween (laughs) plans um i so, I mean, it's video game related. I think we're gonna a bunch of us are gonna play that GTFO Alpha because it's open tomorrow. Okay, so we're gonna check that out. Um, otherwise, it's probably just going to be pretty standard. Uh, watch Halloween episode stuff. Um, I was gonna ask you if you know what your favorite like series has like a Halloween thing because. Weirdly enough, Boy Meets World has an amazing Halloween episode. Okay. Uh, I I can't <laughs> think of the Boy Meets World off the top of my head. I'm sure I've seen it, but Boy Meets World is just a fantastic show. It's like they all are in detention or whatever, and then they slowly start dying oh, one yes. by one. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. It's it's when they're like um like preteens or teens, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not when they're children for sure. It's like somewhere yeah, in the or middle. like a or <clears throat> did, did it end when they like finished college? I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I want to say like they were like about they were like graduating college and they were about to like leave to go like to New York or whatever. So that yeah, was like yeah. them saying goodbye to Mr. Feeney. 
Oh, heartbreaking. Can't stand it. It's the worst every time. I've seen it a couple times. (laughs) That's a fantastic show. It's, yeah, very good. So that is a good uh, Halloween episode. Of course, the Treehouse of Horrors is just fantastic every time, depending. Sure, there's so many of them. Do you have like like a preferred? Um... I don't remember. So we actually, a bunch of us watched the first six uh, recently again. And the first couple are iconic, I'll say, but I think they had some stinkers in there. Like there's like the King Kong skit, which is just like, why is this in a fucking like Halloween thing? This is just boring. Um, but I think it might have been like f- specifically Treehouse of Horrors, like four or five or something, was just like absolutely phenomenal. Um, I kind of want to watch more yeah, of them it's again. Been so long, I can't think of any of them. Yeah, do they still do like one every season? They do. They're up to like thirty, I think. Well, is are they at season thirty? That sounds about right. They so we were looking this up. The only one that they haven't had a Treehouse of Horrors for was year one. They started, so however many years The Simpsons have been running, they're minus one for how many horror versions there are, whatever horror thing. Sure. It's been a long time Mm -hmm. since I watched The Simpsons. Yeah. But uh, those are fun, usually. I'm trying to think, I really like South, the older South Park uh, Halloween episodes, I think are pretty good. Uh, At least they hold a special place in my heart, whether or not they're good is arguable, I'm sure. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like we're gonna watch like the some of the office ones. The office ones are pretty good. Yep. Those ones are pretty good. Yeah. I, and I mentioned the two that like I'm kind of bringing to the table. I can't think of any other specific ones off the top of my head. Community ones are pretty good, actually. If you're a fan, never watched Community. Oh, okay. Those are pretty good. All right. <clears throat> I feel like there's something. But yeah, else, no, but I agree yeah. with you. Anytime a show does like a themed episode, that's always fun to like go back to. Yeah. Um, and and for like games as well, which we'll get into in a bit. I love when games do Halloween events for sure. Yep. And whatnot. Or or even like when a game comes out that's Halloween based, <laughs> like Costume Quest around Halloween. Man, that was okay. yeah, that was so nice. Costume Quest is so good. Oh, it is good. Yep. That is also like the free game on Epic tomorrow, which is like the perfect time. That makes sense. Yep. That sounds right. Um, okay, so John's not here. He's on his like two week long work stream trip. Right. Making content. Capital C content. Yeah, capital C. Um, uh, but this let's just get, let's get <clears> into <throat> it at this point. This is the top down perspective. And I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I don't think I said the date. It's uh, October 30th. Spooky hol- Halloween episode. Um, so lots of scares all yeah. throughout the episode. You got to stay tuned for all the all the scary ghosts. All the got thrills planned. and chills, yep. I think, is what. Yeah, there's going to be tons of them. Yeah. You're not going to ex- you're not you're not going <laughs> to know when they're coming. Yeah. You might not even know when they happened. Yep. That's, that's very yeah, true. Yeah, that's how hidden they're going to be. That's part of yeah. the horror, honestly. That's true. Yeah. You're going to you're going to finish this episode and you're going to be so scared cuz you you didn't even you don't even know how scared <laughs> you should be. Right, exactly. 
because you didn't you didn't feel scared. Yeah, but it's there. It's in there. Yeah, subconsciously. Yeah, just got to listen to the episode twice and all the ads. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Make sure you hit every single one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, why don't you? Uh, you <clears throat> you've been gone for two weeks. I have. Yeah. So why don't you talk about what you've been playing? So the first week, I'll just straight up say it was kind of like. I'll call it a work trip, but it was actually more like a family trip. I was with family, so I didn't play anything right. that whole week, essentially. Also, I'm sick, so my voice is shitty. Um, I apologize in advance. Woo, spooky! <clears throat> my spooky voice. <clears throat> voice, woo. Uh, so the big thing is, of course, Destiny 2 is still a thing. The reason I'm talking about it now is because the Halloween event is specifically what I've been playing like yesterday and today. And, um, oh, that's cool. Can anyone play the Halloween event, or do you have to you have? Can. Um, it's seven fifty um, minimum, so anybody can at this point. And that's the new zero, right? That's the new zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I could play it. How do you? How you do you can. get access to it? <clears throat> so if you go to the main city, the tower or whatever, there's just like a giant Halloween tree. I'll say with like. A character that looks ah yes the <clears throat> the traditional Halloween tree that we each have in our living rooms this time of year. Have you seen uh Have you seen that Halloween special? I think it's literally called the Halloween tree. That's a good one. From what? I I don't know. It's just a cartoon movie from like years and years ago. Oh no, I've never <clears throat> heard of this. Okay, it's good. Uh, I'm just talking about my personal <clears throat> Halloween tree. I keep in that I I hang right ornaments and bats on. Okay. In the month of October. I'm being corrected. It's 770 late, not 750. So you have to do a little bit a more little than bit. like turn okay. on the game essentially to play it. Um, All right. Well, we'll <laughs> see what I can put together. Yeah. So what it is, is, and this is probably going to sound Greek to people who don't know what, de- like anything about Destiny, is it's one of the I, strikes from before, from um, Mercury, I believe, where. It's called the forest or whatever, and what it is is just a bunch of uh, vex, which are the mechanical enemies in the game. They have a bunch of, like, platforms and shit that you fight your way through, and then you finish off with, like, a boss thing. So what this is is that it's just that, but dark. That sounds like a video game. Yeah, it's just that, but, like, darkened, and um, you have a certain amount of time to just do it and see how many times you can loop basically how many times you can get to the end and fight the boss um and yeah that's all it is it's super basic and it's kind of samey but the thing about the event that i like is that you have a mask for a helmet and then you can change the look of that mask to like different mask types or whatever so right now my character has the like jade bunny the jade rabbit face so it's just kind of cute seeing a bunch of uh, guardians with like masks collecting candy and whatnot in destiny 2 it's just kind of fun um right on i mean hey like free (laughs) content like free content why would you complain yep for sure yeah no it's it's totally fun uh it's been that's cool pretty good i've been trying to think of or i've been visiting other games here and there with their updates because there's kind of been like Halloween updates for the last month or so. Uh, I just didn't really talk about them on here because they're whatever, like killing floor two. Of course they're going to have 
an October Halloween update. They've had one every single year that they've existed, and it's usually pretty good. Uh, Siege has had a Halloween update this year that was uh, kind of like a... It's like a... um, The attackers turn into hunters, like monster hunters, and um, you the defenders are like monsters that are using different ability their different abilities to slow down or like take out the uh like demon hunters rather not monster hunters like demon hunters to take them out and like hide from them <clears throat> and yeah it's kind of fun it's melee only there's no guns at all in it it's that all the demon hunters have like various forms of like giant hammers or mauls or whatever to smack the demons with and then the demons have like basic versions of whatever their thing is like there's frost traps here and there she's one of the choices that you can choose uh lesion mines there's lesion mines everywhere just stuff like that it's fun for a little bit and then it becomes real samey like it's one of the things that is really cool about Siege is its gunplay, so taking that out kind of sucks, but it's kind of a cute little thing. It's just like a limited time thing. Yeah, you know? it's a it's cute little thing, for sure. I <clears throat> I played the uh, Apex Halloween event a few weeks back. Okay, yep. And I wasn't I wasn't really into it. Uh-huh. Um, what they did is, and it's still going, um, everyone's solo, so I'm already not interested because oh. like the stress level just increases sure and i'm like oh. but as soon as you die you become a zombie which is a melee only enemy that can run really fast mm-hmm. um and then once and it's a it's a less amount of people so there's like 35 instead of 60 mm-hmm. and then once there's only 10 heroes left they all form a team and have to get to an evac point similar to like the titanfall multiplayer <clears throat> yeah um and they and all the and everyone knows where the evac point is so all the zombies will kind of like head that way as well and they have to just try and get onto the ship so they can escape all the zombies um okay. but it kind of just turned into like everyone's playing like wraith or um pathfinder that can just move fast or have the hook shot uh-huh. and like the one time i won as the as the hero was i just slowly like hid and crept my way towards the evac and then when it was there i just opened up wraith's portal and invisa walked my way over there to win and i was like this wasn't enjoyable (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know different mode so why not yeah sure something a little bit different um i'm trying to remember there's something i'm actually trying to look it up oh i it feels a little like weird to say it but what whatever I'm one of the dudes who still likes the Overwatch Halloween's thing. So I know Blizzard has been under fire recently, but I I enjoy that, so I played a couple a little bit of that. Oh, you played some Overwatch? <laughs> a little okay. bit. It's the same as it usually yeah. is. Their Junkenstein thing. Uh yeah, <laughs> I haven't played Overwatch in a while. Um I'll i I'll jump back on when Overwatch 2 comes out. Pretty much, yeah. You know, uh-huh. next year or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I guess the other small thing just that I want to mention for me is I've been playing Pokemon Go kind of on and off again the last month or so, and it's just getting ready for <clears throat> Sword and Shield. I guess so. I don't know why, honestly. Um, 
And it's just really cute to see Pikachu in his little Mimikyu costume. It's really, really adorable. Sure. Yeah. Right on. Um, but for like, so that's kind of the Halloween version of the talk, the video game talks or whatever. Uh, the big thing I've been playing is Outer Worlds because. Yeah, let's talk <clears> about <throat> it. The big game of the week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying I was I don't wasn't expecting much. I know objectively that Fallout New Vegas is better than Fallout 3, but I didn't like New Vegas at all because I don't like the setting of it. But I knew Obsidian could do like I knew that they had chops, but they kind of knocked it out of the park for me on this. It's crazy how much I like this game. Um so Sure, let me let me tag on to that. <clears throat> I'm also way into it. Yeah. And let me give kind of my background with Fallout games. Okay. I don't really like them. They don't really work for me. Okay. I played a bit of New Vegas. I played a bit of 3. And then I got every single possible achievement in the PC version of Fallout 3. So maybe I love that game. Because, like, I did even even the expansions. I got all the achievements on that as well. I really like Fallout 3. Tw- yeah. 20 minutes. <clears throat> got all 1,700 of them. Oh, wow. Boom. Okay. Because you can just open up the console on that game and, and just unlock every achievement for yourself. So I not? see. Sure. Gotcha. I mean, I really like that one. Um, I just don't like the setting in New Vegas, even though it's objectively like it plays better. Um, So I guess, first of all, for anybody who doesn't know what this is, this is, first of all, the outer worlds, not wilds. This is a problem that's been happening a bit <laughs> that I've seen around the around socials and stuff mainly because you know they're like one letter apart um what it is is essentially fallout in space but with a little bit of borderlands mixed in i suppose uh it's i would say it's mostly like what you would probably expect from like a fallout game or whatever um where you play a character that wakes up from cryo sleep for reasons from a mad doctor and kind of get thrown into this world or whatever. Um, I guess, first of all, one of the things that really struck me that I need to talk about is in these type of games, I'm used to companions just kind of being fodder or whatever. The companions are fucking great in this game. They're, they're so (laughs) good. That's, which is why I think, I'm like I'm like I wanted to say if I was gonna like compare this to two games, kind of like how you just did. The one I'm hearing a lot and that I would side with is Mass obviously Effect. Fallout, and and then Mass Effect. Totally. What do you, what's the Borderlands side you're getting? Because there's not there's not really loot, just like colored loot. And no, stuff. no, not the loot part. Just kind of how like the overworld stuff and like going to different planet. Like it, it's not a giant open world like Fallout games are. It's kind of more like broken up into. Oh, I see like different areas or whatever like areas yeah okay which again i mean mass effect did that as well yeah right yeah that was just broken up into areas True. for the most part but yeah no the uh uh the companions are fantastic i'm only i want to say about five hours in i'm just about to leave the first planet okay so you've done like so all ra- of those weird quests on that planet i did the the first one did the first big decision which we should talk about okay um but like I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right. Parvati, 
Yeah, that's how I've been pronouncing it. The first it. one you get, she's so good. Oh my god, like, she's so just, good. She's Kaylee from I Firefly. I love her. And it's it's Ashley Birch. <laughs> Is it really? Wow. If that's the voice actress, so like, hell yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a lot of Firefly in this game, actually, for people that were a fan of that show. Like, there's a lot of... Your ship is called the Unreliable, and, like, there's a lot of parts of that ship that directly feel like they're part... They're from the Serenity. It, it's weird. I mean, it also, like, this game's funny. You're you're yeah. captain of the Unreliable. <laughs> you're ca- that's, that's just funny. The writing in this is very tongue-in-cheek and very good. Um... Yeah, no, the humor in this game is on point for sure. It, it's, they got it's it definitely down. working for me. And I like yeah. not even from like a not just from a comedy standpoint, but also from like a like well thought out standpoint. And I want to speak specifically to the like dialogue trees you can go down. Yeah, because I feel like for the most part, you'll get like like three or four reactions to anything. Yeah. And they they are completely different and they can straight up just be like. I don't give a shit about what you just said. I'm leaving. Yeah. Like you can just be like, you can be an asshole if you wanted to, or just like, this is boring. I'm gone. Yeah. Um, which I'm not doing that. I'm playing like my typical, like nice person, <clears throat> but there's like, every time someone says something, I'm thinking like, Oh, I would want to know about this for the most part. That's one of the options or they'll have like different variations of like, Oh wait, I should definitely probably ask about that. Like it. And like persuading them like that's super fun. I love that you get experience for using your dialogue yeah. traits. Yep. Um, which actually I like and I dislike. The one reason I say I dislike it is I feel like it's it's forcing me to select that. Okay. Even if I wouldn't want to. Because it's like, well, I could say what I actually want to say. Or I could get 700 experience points by lying to you. Yeah. I always like going. So in these games, I really. It's weird. I've always liked doing the dialogue I mean, upgrades or whatever you would call it, like charisma in the older games. And in this, it's just kind of like the three different things, persuade, intimidate, and like lie, I guess, or lie. whatever. Lie is the other one, yeah. Um, I've always liked doing those for interesting dialogue options. And this game has made it kind of overpowered in a lot of ways to you have those dialogue options unlocked because they'll just get you out of trouble or get people to do shit for you. That, like, rather than have to, like, the last thing I did, I'm not going to get into specifics, but basically I got a quest, a bounty to, like, just kill a dude, like, that's been causing trouble. And all I did was, like, talk my way through everything I wanted. Then I saw, like, something in his, like, little area that I wanted, so I took it right in front of his eyes, like, their eyes or whatever. And then when they confronted me about it, I just said, yeah, I'm taking it. What are you going to do about it? They're like, okay, just don't get me in trouble. And they, like, walk away. It, right, like, yeah, you can just, like, persuade your way out of everything. Yeah, it's super overpowered in this game. So that's kind of neat. But I kind of like that. Yeah. Like, it, 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 that is, there's a, there's an element of fun to that. Yeah. I have heard in relation to the combat, it's very easy. Mm. Um, at least on normal, uh, which is what I'm playing. The combat? I was, I started on hard, and I was getting fucked. I was getting so uh, fucked. So I've heard hard is definitely kind of the way to go if you're wanting, like, yeah like a more tuned experience i just did normal um and the combat's easily like my least favorite part like until i got a assault rifle yeah i hated the combat like, i agree I, I thought the pistols were terrible i got a shotgun finally and i was like sweet and it, and it was somehow worse than the pistols. yep yep 
But then I got an assault rifle that completely changed things. Um, however, I'm dumping like no uh, uh, skill points into my weapons. I'm doing it all into speech. I'm doing it all into like medication because I think whatever the medication one is like also like the hacking one, the engineer one. I think they're like combined or something. I think like that. so. Yeah. But I'm also I'm also doing that one. And then I'm doing the, the leadership one because then it just makes my <laughs> companion really good at fighting. Yeah. So for the most part, I can just like hang back and like pop assault rifle bullets from far away while my companion's just wrecking shit. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, I just talk my way out of everything. And I, I just I love it. Yeah. It's so good. It's really cool. And um, for people that like don't want to do the companion route, there's actual ways to like make lone being a lone wolf stronger like being considerably stronger if you want to go that way like you have perks and stuff they're just like just do this if you're like without companions or whatever it's like okay well i can't imagine <laughs> why you would ever not want to play with the companions. i think you're doing yourself a defa- disfavor if you do play without co- uh, companions in this game because they are very good and they're interesting um but like the and I'm only, I've only encountered one well i, I guess i've technically encountered mm-hmm. two i just i haven't unlocked the priest to use him yet but he's on my ship. Okay. Um, I've just been t- told from everything I'm hearing, all the companions are or not all of them, but the companions are great. Uh-huh. Um, and it almost feels to me like a mass effect three scenario of that one character that was like a pre-order bonus that ended up being like one of the most interesting ones. What was his name? Um, it was the pro. He was from the like, yeah, yeah. From like, like the, pre- like the previous race. Yeah. I can't remember his name. And it, yeah, but if you just, like, brought him on any mission, he would just give you, like, fun facts yeah, about, like, stuff that you would never have he- heard and what stuff like that. And it was like, holy smokes, like, yeah. I, it's, there's no way I'm not taking you out of my party. You are so cool to have around. Yeah. And I feel the exact same way about these companions. Also, these companions, like, have quests that if you actually talk to them and even they'll even, like, stop you every now and then and just be like, hey, listen, I think this. And you're just like, okay. Or, like, whatever. Or if you talk to them, they'll have, like, quests that they you can do for them or whatever. They'll also <laughs> um, chime in during conversations with other people. Yeah. Or other NPCs will, like, address them and stuff, which is cool as well. Yep. It's super surprising to me because I'm not used to companions being worth anything in these games. Maybe, like, at the very best, a companion is, like, a good, like meat shield for me in these games of like just taking aggro or something or like helping me kill something but like they actually made a reason for these companions to exist in this world and it's like phenomenal they're awesome uh yeah there's also um like loyalty missions basically yeah which is straight out of like mass effect 2 yep so like even though it plays like a fallout game it's like maybe this is the mass effect andromeda we've been waiting for yeah it was here yep like it is scratching that itch, and and so far I feel like it is because like I am interested in this super weird <laughs> world. Yep. We should um, we should talk about that first decision. Okay. Uh, it's not really spoilery, so, like, so we can talk about it pretty. Decent. I guess it's like technically slight spoilers because it is like a, a cool pivotal moment, but again, it's less than five hours into the game. Yeah, it's real. It's um, real soon. Yeah. Uh, like. Uh, I knew it was coming because yeah. they, they kind of set you <laughs> on the two sides yeah. pretty early on. I had no idea what I was going to pick. Oh, I was I was 100% moment. sure immediately. 
Um, so which one for, did you pick? I'm going to give a little bit of context. So you're thrown into this sure. world. Yeah. And basically there's an oppressive regime of like a corporation because this is the future and corporations kind of own everything. Uh, so there's like people working at a cannery and um, like their whole. They're all getting sick. They all keep <clears throat> getting the plague. Yeah. Um, but they're not allowed to get like medicine unless they like work harder and stuff. Yeah. So they're kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's like toxic work environment 101. Every problem is just like thrown there as like what's going on here. And then the other, so this is the city or whatever. Then the other side are like the outsiders, the deserters, I think is actually what they're referred to as. Yep. And the deserters are happy and healthy living out in the middle of nowhere um, at an old botanical laboratory uh, led by this old lady. And uh, they are not sick. Because they're eating more than gross fucking tuna all the time. So they're not catching the plague. And like they're kind of just out there. Basically, fuck the man. I took down the cannery because fuck them all. Holy shit. So, I mean, that's the definitely like the way the game kind of points you towards. Yeah. But then Parvati at the end just throws like a wrench. Like just you know did you, you know what I mean? Yeah, where she's just like I, mean, I grew I'm, up here, and they're like good, hardworking people. It's just yeah, she's basically like right before you make your decision, Pravardi's like, hang on one sec. I like before you make your decision, like there's a because because what you need to choose to do is take power from one of them, yeah. which will force the other one to basically like move into wherever the power is. Yeah, so you have to destroy kind of one of their homes, and then and you're kind of choosing who the new leader is going to be. Sure. Um, so Profardi's like, you know, uh, these are just like hardworking people. Like if, if you take their power, you sure you're going to be kind of s- sticking it to the man, but there's a lot of innocent people there too yeah, fuck that are just trying to like get by. And it was like, oh man, yeah, what are you doing to me? There, Come on. And there's a lot of ways that whole thing can even play out, which is also fascinating. There's two like options, but there's different ways it can play out as well. Uh, it's real cool. I really liked it. Also, I like the fact that after I did the thing, I came back, looked that like smug fucker Thompson in the eyes and was just like, tell your men to stand down. I don't want blood all over my fucking power converter. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> so I did the, I did the other one. I oh. took it away from the deserters. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Cause like I said, I was on the fence the whole time. And then Pravati said that thing to me and I'm like, you're right. Like this sucks. But what ended up, I ended up kind of getting like a best of both worlds is then after that, um, you can go back to Abigail, the leader of the, the, uh, deserters. Uh-huh. And she, at that point, that's when she told me how she's able to grow vegetables. Did you learn about this? No, I don't think so. Anyway, would you like me to tell you? Yeah, sure. Okay. So again, if these are things you don't want to hear about, skip ahead a bit. So the reason she's able to grow other food and they're able to eat other things than tuna is that abigail has been grinding up corpses to use as fertilizer oh okay yeah which is messed up and she and she's like i'm still not going back there reed's there and he and they're like okay well i'll I'll tell reed to stand down so you have to go to reed and be like look abigail's people are healthy she's made vegetables and he's like that's impossible the ground's the ground has been ruined. There's no good soil here. And you can choose to tell him 
what she's doing or you if you if there's a lie check where you can be like i don't know man she has vegetables and i did the lie check because yeah. i felt like if i told him she's using corpses he would not stand down but because i lied he's like wow she deserves this place more than i i will step down oh weird okay interesting so it's like a best of both world scenario right so, that not, is so interesting. I, I took the power from the deserters but now the deserters get to be in charge of the city yeah which was super interesting that is super interesting but she was saying stuff like they've got that cemetery there's gonna be bodies forever it's like you're insane yep you're a crazy person who are <laughs> feeding humans to humans yep ma'am um it's cool. It was such like a, I just loved how like it had me paralyzed the decision for the longest time. Like I kept thinking about it. I was like, I know it's coming. I don't know which one's better to do. And I, and that's really cool that the game was able to, to do that. Yeah. It's a super cool game for sure. I really, really enjoy it so far. And game pass like, yeah, hell yeah. Game pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Day, day one available. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just blown away by this game, honestly. Like, I can't... It's not very often that I can just, like, really just be, like, not fine. I have this problem where when I'm playing a game, even if I really like it, I start noticing flaws in it that, like, are, like, detract a little bit. Not too much to, like, stop my enjoyment, usually. And I was really expecting for this to be a little more buggy, we'll say, and now I'm just mad that every Bethesda fallout has been a buggy mess because this has been fine. There hasn't been any issues I've had. There is something kind of <laughs> fun about like the week this came out, all that Fallout 76 oh my stuff God. came out. Perfect advertisement for this game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm honestly, I'm really happy it worked so well for Obsidian because yeah. they haven't done a Fallout game for a bit, but they were like, no, no, watch what we can do. And it's just like knocking out of the park. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's so good. People definitely need to check it out. And also, this is the first game from Microsoft's new like acquisitions from all the developers they bought. Okay. That has come out. Um, So like, I hope the quality just like keeps going. Like uh, uh, if Microsoft's clearly given the money because they're buying them. Yep. And it's for at least for this one, like it must have gone to the right place because this is a good game. I wouldn't say the game is super polished. I'm getting... um some annoyances on the xbox version specifically a lot of texture pop in Mm. but also even when i'm just running to areas the game will just like halt and i'll get like a loading circle in the middle oh for it to continue again which i haven't seen that in a game in a long time like there's usually something there to like slow my character down so it can load the next area but no it'll just like freeze the game as it loads the while whatever's going to be ahead of me weird uh which is pretty annoying the I also I also somewhat hate fast traveling because mm. it'll often require me to like exit the town, yeah. load up the map, which loading up the map takes a long time, scrolling through the map, which that's weirdly slow, and then selecting the th- area to then fast travel to. So that's two loading screens plus plus the map loading. Yeah. So like three loads, and they're all long. Weird. I don't know what's going on. Like part of me's thinking like. I got an Xbox one X is like, is something going wrong? Do I need to like restart the console? There's no way this, cause I've been hearing none of these complaints. Yeah, no, I, on PC, none of these exist. None of these issues, yeah, except for, this is weird. I, wasn't I don't like going out into the main world to open a map to fast travel. I do wish you could fast travel from anywhere, but the, I'm kind of whatever on that. Yeah. One. You have to leave the, the town. 
Yeah. Yeah. Destiny 2, I do have these issues you're talking about of like, I'm just like riding through and then I'm just stopped and it's like loading. It's like, okay. Oh, really? I haven't, I don't <laughs> think I've had that for Destiny. That's so weird. On my PS4 Pro. Huh. Interesting. But yes, I, I, but I've gotten it a lot on this game, which is definitely weird for sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, quite taken with it which i was surprised because fall games don't typically do much for me um it is definitely a game that i'm like constantly just like how can i get more free time well what if i wake up like half an hour earlier i just like i just need to play more of this game yeah um um and that's that's exciting i do feel like i think they probably want to push you into you being a leadership role in this game because you're right the worst part about it to me is the combat and like the thing that makes the combat quote unquote good really is that you have this ability to slow down time. And then depending where you, when you're in it, if you hit certain parts, you can cause certain status effects, which helps like your companions just rip them apart. So like everything about this really feels like it's tuned to you being kind of an overlord sort of thing of uh, like a captain of a ship. Go figure. Um, and I, th- I guess I'm okay with that. I do, like, the best way for anybody who hasn't played this game yet to understand what problems I have with the combat, think about, like, the Fallout games combat without VATS. Like, well, the thing you just talked about is is pretty similar to VATS, except instead of it being, like, a menu of body parts to shoot at, mm-hmm. you're it's just quite slowed down. It's but slowed you, down, yeah. I mean, that part is kind of similar to VATS, right? Mm, I mean... No, because there's no, like, choosing a body part and then, like, sh- unloading into it with action points and stuff like that. Like, Well, in this scenario, the way you're choosing the body part is put the reticle over that body part, then hold down the trigger. Yeah, but it doesn't last as long either. I don't know. I don't like right, this system. but that's system. something you can upgrade. Yeah, I just don't like this system at all. I thought VATS was okay, okay. Uh, but, like, I don't like this what's it called qtt or something something time i don't even remember it's like a drug thing though yeah. you, you take like a drug yeah oh also healing like huffing gas essentially every time to heal is hilarious i love it yeah all the stuff you're getting is like being broken down into some kind yeah. of inhaler yeah um which is weird yeah but sure I also like the look of the game. Everything's like, at least on the first planet, everything's like red. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like it's a, it's a cool looking game. It is a sure. very cool looking game. It's super good. God, I just want to like keep gushing about it, but we should move on. Uh, then we'll talk about some games I've been playing. I'll quickly mention Borderlands three. I should have done this earlier. Cause I just played the, um, Halloween event. That's all I was really going to bring okay, up. Okay. So what are they um, doing for Halloween? <clears throat> So they have, it's like three quests that you can just kind of keep repeating for the loot grind. Uh-huh. Um, the first two suck because they're basically like, just go out in the world and some enemies will be haunted, uh, which means when you kill them, a floating skull will come at you. And then if you shoot the skull, um, you can pick up a, a little collectible. So the first one is get one of the collectibles. The second one is get 25 of the collectibles. At that point, this weird dinosaur creature on your ship will open up a portal to heck. Okay. And then heck is heck is a weird Halloween area um, where you can fight your way through it. At the end of it, you battle 
oh, what is that guy's name? It's a some it's a boss, and I don't remember his name whatsoever. Um, but that was just that was a cool boss fight. Um, and the area was cool with you know all Halloweened up and whatnot. So that was just I was happy to see a Halloween event because it's you know free new area, free new boss, free content. So that was that was fun. Yep. Uh, I've also been playing a game. This also came out on Game Pass last week called Lonely Mountains or Lonely Mountains Downhill. Yes, it did. There's another game. There's another bike game. So I can't remember which one this is. Right. Yeah. We talked about the other one before briefly. That was more of like a roguelike. Descenders? Bike is that game. right? Yes, that's what it okay. was. I wasn't a huge fan of Descenders. Okay. Um. Yeah, I feel like Lonely Mountains is what I would have wanted from Descenders. Descenders, I don't really like a lot of the levels because that's behind the back. And then some of the stages are like. Do you remember like the did you play Descenders? I didn't know. Okay, some of the there's like different types of stages and one of them's like a weird Mm -hmm. open one. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of how Descenders works. Lonely Mountains, I would recommend over Descenders for sure. Lonely Mountains is an isometric game um where you are biking yeah is was the other one biking yeah it was mountain yep. biking um you're biking down a mountain uh there's like seven checkpoints you can go across um the controls are they take a while to get used to i'm still not quite certain with the controls you have the option of controlling it from the view you're looking at the bike so if you want them mm-hmm. to, let's say they're going down vertically and you want them to like go towards the left side of the screen, you would press left, even though to them, that would be them turning their bike to the right. The other control scheme is you would push the analog stick with the turn of the bike. So if you think about that same example, if they're going down vertically and you want them to go to the left side of the screen, you would press right because that would be turning the handlebars right. I see. Okay. So you can choose between that. I've been playing with the the first one where wherever I point the analog stick, the bike will try to go that direction. Uh-huh. And I still am feeling like there's still a disconnect where it's not. There's something I don't like about it. And I tried switching it to the other one, but I'm just less interested. I'm like less. There's a there's an uncomfort level with that one as well. Yeah. So it's definitely there's a learning curve to it, but it's an isometric uh, level based game. Um, where you're just kind of going through the path. There's lots of shortcuts you can find. And um, my one knock against it is, first off, there's no music. It's like just sound effects, which is weird. That is weird, yeah. It, it's odd. I mean, there's there's a part to it that's like, I guess it's calming because you're just kind of hearing like nature sounds and the bike, obviously. And then when your person like groans because they run into a rock. Yeah. Um. But so, I'm, I, you know, it makes it a great podcast game for sure. Um, the other thing I'm not a huge fan of is you have to play the same mountain over and over and over again. And that's the point, because what happens is there are different tiers of difficulty you un- you unlock and you start a beginner and beginner is just go down the mountain. So you can kind of see what the mountain has to do. Then it goes to like, I think it's like intermediate or maybe it's easy. I can't remember. And that'll have two challenges where you want to activate the challenges similar to like skulls and halo okay um these are things you want to focus on doing while you go down the same mountain so for the first uh, mountain uh the two in there are do it in under three minutes and the second one is do it in under 21 crashes and you can turn as many of them on as you want obviously it just gets harder and whatnot um but once you've completed enough of the challenges they'll unlock 
the next tier for you, which will be harder challenges. And I think if you complete the first two, the beginner and the uh, the easy one, they unlock a new mountain. <clears throat> so I'm just on the second mountain right now. Um, but it, I'm having a hard time wanting to like keep playing it because as soon as I finish like one trail, it's like, all right, do it again, but harder. And it's like, no, I'm, I want to see something else, please. <laughs> uh, but that's not the game. The progression is no play this tra- same trail, like two or three times in a <clears> row <throat> at the bare minimum before you get to see something else. So I'm not sure how much more I'll keep playing of it. Um, but I like the way it looks. It kind of looks like Ashen if it was like more brighter colored, but just in terms of like kind of low poly count on everything, uh, you know, no, no character faces. So it looks a bit like how Ashen looks, uh, but that's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, might as well check it out. Yeah, I've been wanting to check actually both of them out. So I, I played Lowly Mountains Downhill a few months ago. I want to say it like an indie game event here in the city if i'm remembering correctly i do remember you talking about it maybe gdc it, well it could have been gdc it also could have been was, was it like bit bit bash which actually i think was during the gdc week so it may have been there as well got you um all right last game i've been playing this week is an apple arcade game called inmost okay which is a puzzle platformer the puzzles are pretty light it's more so just figure out your way through the environment and a lot of the puzzles are kind of just oh how do i get to this ledge oh you need to pull the chair over so you can climb on the chair and then you can climb on the ledge there's not it's not it's more about just kind of getting through it as opposed to a puzzly aspect of it kind of similar to like you know an inside or the game i talked about a few weeks ago stella where those are puzzle platformers but the puzzles aren't really the draw it is they just kind of want you to get through this side scrolling one this game also looks this is all a bitty so i wouldn't really com- compare it to those other games stella is a much more inside like game than this one is um but it's got a cool look it's like a, a blue hue to everything and they do some cool lighting and whatnot you play three different characters there's a little girl who's inside of a house and all the themes in this game are like pretty dark she has some like weird parents and stuff going on it's kind of a spooky game you play um, just like a guy, a nondescript dude with a beard who's just kind of traversing through this like forest <laughs> slash mine area. And then the weirdest one is you play as a knight, which this involves some like combat, um, which actually works decently on the touchscreen. Uh, the controls are just kind of, you know, either side doesn't matter what side is on. But if you're if you tap and, and drag to one direction, the character will move. If you tap, that's how they interact. Or if you're the knight, that's how he he will like stab forward or stab if something's in his like stab range. And then if you swipe on the right side of the screen, that'll be a dodge for the knight. So it's actually worked pretty well. I actually played most of it the first like I want to say the full half with the controller, and that was totally fine. Then it took a little getting used to to do touch screen controls, but they they it evened itself out and it's it's fine as well. Um my one complaint, I was kind of complaining to you about this right before we were recording, is it's a little obtuse sometimes of what it wants you to do next. Um, sometimes it'll be good about like sparkling or highlighting the thing you should interact with next, but a lot of the time, but about half the time it doesn't. Uh, and I've gotten lost a few times and just had to like restart the checkpoint to see if I like missed a cue or whatnot or or just happened to notice something else. Uh, like I'm stuck <laughs> right now and I'm like, I want to say like 
85% of the way done the game. So I'm really hoping to figure out what I'm missing. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Uh, if you have Apple Arcade, free is a good price to play it with. I don't know if I'd spend money on the game myself personally. Uh-huh. Um, but that is in most. That's one word. It's spelled how you would think it's spelled. Sure. Um, and that's all I've been <clears> playing. <throat> so let's do some news. Yeah. Uh, announced, I think, yesterday. I think let's so. See. Yes, yesterday. EA is coming back to Steam. Yeah. This is a pretty big deal. Um, starting specifically with Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. Um, next month. Along with that, they are bringing EA access to Steam, which EA points out will be the first subscription service on Steam. Yep. Uh, which I didn't, I didn't quite realize. That makes sense. I'm surprised Steam didn't have some kind of subscription service going um, since those are all the rage these days. <clears throat> yeah, no kidding. Um. Uh, and one question begs uh, to be asked is, does that mean that all of the games that are in EA Access will be coming to Steam? Because that would be a lot of games that have been so far only on Origin coming to Steam for the first time. It might open up Origin as a launcher. I'm wondering, though, as well. I I don't, I don't know, because they were saying, like, specifically <laughs> EA games will be on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be. Um, That'd be cool. Because, like, they, they, they point out the whole, so Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, is already on pre-order in Steam today. Like, you can pre-order it through Steam. Mm-hmm. So it's it's having its own Steam, cl- like, launcher there. That's not going to deal with Origin. Yeah. Um, they also call out games like Sims 4, Unravel 2, Apex Legends, FIFA, Battlefield 5 will be available next year. Um, they mentioned players on both origin and steam will be able to play together so that's good yep that is good interesting uh, i'm curious <laughs> if it i'm curious if this is going to be a separate subscription from your typical ea access one i can't imagine it would be because who would who would get like yeah. two probably not ea access subscriptions yeah so <clears throat> yeah i don't know guess we'll find out um but that's interesting if those games are coming back to Steam. Like, specifically, like, that would mean, like, Anthem would have to come to Steam. Oh, Anthem. Yeah. Yep. Because that game is only on Origin. So, we'll have to look into that. Yep. Uh, Death Stranding was announced for PC. Yeah. Uh, which I think was had been kind of hinted at. Mm. Some kind of rumors and whatnot. But that's coming next year uh, in the summer. Yeah. That game is soon, November eighth on P- on PS4. I I was looking at the replies to that because it was on Twitter and people are mad for whatever reason. I did see people were mad for whatever reason. I then also saw someone reference a tweet from Phil Spencer, not about this specific <clears throat> um uh scenario, but it relates uh completely. Let me load it up so I can quote it properly. Okay. Okay, yeah, so there, the tweet that was covering this one was from someone else saying, seeing a few PlayStation fans upset about Death Stranding coming to PC, and it reminded me of one of my favorite interactions on this site. And it's Phil Spencer responding to someone 
uh, with a question that says, you canceled a pre-order for a game you want to play because someone else gets to play the game on Windows? Uh, And I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's weird, man. There's people just being like, well, there's no reason to own a PS4 now. It's like, well, I mean... What are you talking about? It's one of those things where it's like, I guess you're kind of right. If you were only going to buy it now for this, you might as well have waited for a PS5. But like, what? Yeah. <clears throat> like, Also, why would that make you angry? Oh, crap. Yeah. Now I don't have to buy a PS4. Yeah. What? I don't, I don't understand you, weird person. So for me, I really don't think I can wait until 2020 summer. So... Yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. Yep. Um, <clears throat> all right. This next news story is an interesting one. Xbox All Access is a program Microsoft has been doing where you can buy an Xbox One through an installment plan, much like a phone. So you would pay a monthly subscription for an Xbox. I think you would. I think you also are paying for um, Gold and maybe Game Pass as well. Um, oh. and it comes out to being the same price. So it's not like it's <clears throat> going to cost you more in the long run. They're just, they're just dividing that price by whatever monthly installment you're doing. Sure. They've had this going for a bit now. <clears throat> They've added on to this initiative by allowing you to do this and then upgrade to a Scarlet when that comes out next year. Interesting. Uh, which is exactly how phones work. Yep. Um, so at the moment you can pay as low as like 20 bucks a month for 24 months. And that'll include like a console, um, 24 months of game pass ultimate, which is game pass and gold. Yeah. And then you have the option to upgrade to project Scarlet, uh, which means you will then have a new subscription to pay. They'll just basically stop your current one, start you on a new one. And then you pay for the Scarlet. Um, which is interesting. They have a whole (laughs) fact you can go read if this is something of interesting to, of interest to you i think you can also do like an 18 month one if you don't want to do the 24 month one if you want to pay like a bit more each month but that's kind of that's i think that's pretty this interesting. Is interesting for sure huh wow part of me is like you know i think i'd just rather buy it outright and just have it done but then i look at my phone it's like i pay monthly stuff on my phone why do i do that yeah <clears throat> i don't know but it, it makes sense. Like, it's like, why not? And I'm sure that's why what Xbox looked at months ago when they first started out of like, yeah, we could just do that. Let's let's do that. Yeah. This is interesting for sure. Um, Sony is shutting down PlayStation View. Which I'm trying to remember what this is. Is this a, I was about to say, does anyone even remember what PlayStation View is? Is this a thing where you played games on your phone? Like you had the game disc in the drive, but you would like control things on phone? Nope. That was just a, like a streaming thing that <laughs> that, that app is still available. Mm. PlayStation View is their TV service. Oh, weird. Okay. Um so you could similar to like kind of like YouTube TV. You could pay a monthly thing and watch and get TV channels and sports and whatnot through PlayStation, uh, which I understand was not doing great for them, clearly, because they are shutting it down uh, of January of next year at the end of January. 
I, I don't know anyone who even remotely considered doing this. Nope. Agreed. Which I think that specifically says a lot. Yep. So. <clears throat> and last but not least, <clears throat> uh, this still hasn't been confirmed, but it's been talked about so much. It seems Overwatch 2 is inevitable at this point. Yeah. Um, and we are probably going to hear about it on Friday. Uh, interestingly enough, ESPN apparently got hold of some BlizzCon training documents, which mentioned Overwatch 2, had some information, had the logo in it. Um, again, I, this is not much of a leak because it seems that this game has been getting leaked for the past few weeks in one way or another, but... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It confirms the whole PVE focus that, like, Kotaku discussed months ago. Um, uh, characters with the leveling progression seems like it'll be a part of it. Um, but, yeah, I guess at this point, like, I'm ready for an Overwatch 2 for sure. I, I'm I'm just looking for an excuse to jump in on that game. Yeah. And BlizzCon <laughs> is this weekend. It is. And I'm sure they'll announce that. And I think the other one is like Diablo four seems to definitely be a thing because that keeps getting leaked as well. Yep. Uh, so that'll be pretty exciting. Diablo four and over Overwatch two. I'd have to assume that's what you're wanting from a BlizzCon. Yeah, it's kind of a make or break BlizzCon for me. So we'll see what happens. I hope Diablo four First of all, isn't it's it'll be fucking crazy if they don't announce or show anything about Diablo Four. Um, but I'm pretty sure they will, and I hope it's good. Yeah, I think it has to a number of reasons. One, like last year, people were pretty mm-hmm. disappointed with them just talking about the mobile game. Yeah. Um, although now that I think about it, that mobile game should come to Apple Arcade. Yeah, it should. You're right. And while I say that. Every video game should come to Apple Arcade if it's going on mobile. Yeah. Because <clears throat> then I don't have to buy it. Overwatch 2 should be on Apple Arcade. Sure. I mean, I'm still going to get it on Xbox. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other thing, of course, is like those protests. Yeah. The boycotting Blizzard. Yep. I'm. Let's see what happens. This is going to be an interesting spot to watch this weekend. And we will definitely talk <clears throat> about it next week for sure. I hope nobody um, gets hurt. That's my only thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I hope. Do you, here's my question. Do you think Blizzard addresses it? No. Especially, like, Not at even all? since, especially because, like, they don't even have the open Q&A panel anymore. You have to, like, send questions in and they'll answer questions that they curate. I mean, that's that's probably a good plan because yeah. I don't think anything good would have come through. But do you think they just come out and like address the situation and try and get ahead of it? Um, They should definitely. It would be the smart thing to do, but I don't know that they will. They should, though, for sure. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> it is such a question mark. I am so curious about what happens on Friday. Like, I'm just going to be like watching. Yep the internet and Twitter quite a bit. So we shall see. Yep. All right. That's going to do it for news. Let's do some questions. Okay. 
If uh, people want to send in questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, <laughs> the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Oh, actually, before that, you have some game stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, PS Plus games for November, Neo and Outlast 2. Makes sense, since Neo 2's, uh, not beta, I guess beta, starts in November as well. So that makes sense that they would do the cross-promotion thing. And Epic, starting tomorrow, Soma and Costume Quest. Both games I love, so you should check those out. And I'm sure Xbox will have something as well, but I couldn't find anything on it. <clears throat> oh, no, they did announce it. Yeah, it's out there. Um, it's a Sherlock Holmes game. Okay. There's a Star Wars game. I don't remember the rest because at this point it's not really interesting. Game Pass is interesting. Yeah, I was looking for Game Pass stuff, not the gold. They haven't announced mm-hmm. like a Game yeah. Pass thing. You're looking for more Game Pass stuff already? They just gave you Outer Worlds, man. <laughs> Give them a break. It was really good. And four oh. other ones. That that was a good week for Game Pass. Yeah, Minute <clears> was another one? Yeah, Minute was there. And something else um, I can't remember. All right. Friendly Neighbor. T- is that what it's called? See, what's the neighbor one? I don't remember. That was the other game. Oh, okay. Whatever, whatever that like quasi spooky game about <laughs> the creepy neighbor. That's the, that was the other one. Anyway, uh, this first one comes in from Jacket K. Do you have any advice with house hunting or even apartment hunting? I do find myself struggling finding a lot of affordable options that are around where I work. Ugh. Time and patience. It's the worst finding a place that it's a big decision. So you have to be sure of it and you just gonna unfortunately have to wait for something to pop up. Maybe ask around if you have like friends or whatever that might know of something under the table. Yeah, I don't really have any good advice for house hunting. Just keep on it. Get alerts set up on your phone for like certain sites or whatever if you can <laughs> yeah i've always used um like facebook groups and stuff that are about housing in the area sure. um or a lot of the times uh i know a lot of my friends it will be kind of like hey my roommate's moving out and then they'll know a friend that wants is looking for a new spot and it's like hey do you want to be my new roommate i got a room opening up yeah and that way you at least know the person um some tips i think uh we we could give is like when you're checking out the place things to do check it out in the evening the area see what it's like when it's dark out like how noisy the area is if you know there's like weird people hanging around the area like go check out the 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 building or whatever at night to see what the difference is don't just check it out during the day sure um i'd also recommend Opening every single drawer and cabinet and looking at all the back corners for mold. Yep, that's smart. Because those things will definitely hide there, and you definitely have to, you do you do you want to know about that stuff going into it as opposed to finding it later. Yeah. Um, stuff like I, I turn on every tap just to see like is the water running night like properly or not dirty. Uh, flush the toilet. Just flush it once. You yeah. know. <laughs> see if that works properly or if anything weird happens with that sure 
same with like turning on the shower. Um, I just try to like use whatever I can. The windows open and close the windows. Do they close properly? Are do they work? Are the, yeah, you know, can they latch shut? Stuff like that. I think you should test all that stuff out for sure. Agreed. Um, but you know, yeah, being being more selective on where you're going to go is definitely going to limit your options. It seems like you're wanting to be near work, which I'm sure is probably a like popular spot, so it's going to get more expensive for sure. Like I know in the bay area getting one near public transportation definitely jumps the price up significantly sure um so i don't really have any ways of getting around that for the most part like that's just how the market goes agreed uh vgc kenny says sean generally recommends the latest latest things just so the person he's recommending to is part of the zeitgeist however last night i had a conversation with a roommate uh because that <clears throat> about how that's not always the best idea. It can result in hype backlash and ignore and ignore it because there's too much praise or realizing you don't like something. You only got into it because it was popular. If you insist on being part of the zeitgeist, what are some ways to avoid these problems? Also, what are some things, what things do you think are better once they're less zeitgeist E? <clears throat> um, if you insist on being part of the zeitgeist, you're, always going to have a different opinion on something than when it's out of the zeitgeist just because the hype thing is very real for sure um for better or for worse uh like he says it could be one of these like well i was expecting more of it uh and i was kind of let down or whatever because people keep talking about it or it could be one of these things that like you want to be part of the conversation on it while it's happening um i guess you can't avoid them. It's one of those things that if you want to be part of the conversation, you kind of need to do it when people are talking about it the most. And right. That's the thing is if, if you're, if you want to be part of the zeitgeist, it's most likely because you want to be up to date with it while people are talking about it. You want to be part of that conversation. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I haven't had too many things get like overhyped for me. I, I feel like you have, I mean, it's the reason why I still haven't played Sekiro, because I was sick of people talking about it when it came out, and then other shit just started coming out when the zeitgeist ended. So, do you have ways of, like, when things are starting to get hyped, to avoid that while still playing it in, you know, I don't want to say, like, in a timely manner, but in a a more zeitgeist timeline? Yeah, I don't follow, I no longer follow a lot of uh, video game people, just in general. And um, I ignore most things about video games just in general when I want to get into it. To the point where I won't even watch trailers sometimes. And then that second part, what are what mm-hmm. things do you think are better once they're less zeitgeisty? Oh, that I mean, that's super subjective, but... Yeah, I mean, the game's going to be cheaper. Cheaper, yeah, <laughs> that's the better thing, the price. Yeah. That's that's a big one for sure. There's going to be a deal on the game probably. Uh, I don't know if I can think of many. Like, like I guess the essential question is, what is the advantage to playing a game like six months after it's out? Because to me, I'm I I can think of some disadvantages. Like, the multiplayer might have dried up. Yep, it might be dead completely. Or the multiplayer might have gotten so good, you're just going to get creamed. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. If it'll, the game will probably run better. It'll have been patched probably a few times. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a big one for sure. And that's actually, that's probably like (laughs) the biggest draw for waiting. Cause I could say that for hardware as well too. Like maybe don't get a console at launch because there's some bugs to work out. That's going to be in a revision. Yep. Um, also if you're having issues getting past a part, there's been a community that has probably found ways around something in the game or like walkthroughs or mid maxing guides. Like people had already sure mined all that stuff out for you. <clears throat> yep. That's definitely true. Honestly, like if you're trying to be like the, the smartest shopper you can be, yeah. I think waiting is the way to all go all the time. Yep. Yeah. But uh, it, it all comes down to like, how much do you weigh being a part of that conversation? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then like, as you said in the question, me personally, I, I weigh that v- very heavily. I want that, you know, it, it also helps because <clears throat> I'm on a weekly podcast. Right. Um, yeah. But that has just always been kind of my thing is, is like, I want to be talking about it when people are talking about it. Also, if I wait for too long, there's going to be another game that came out. True. And I want to play that. Yep. Like games, like I can't just keep waiting. <laughs> they don't stop. Games don't stop. They don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Boko writes, you are legally mandated to only play one continuous content slash MMO game for the rest of your life. What game do you choose? A caveat. If support for said game stops, you may choose a new game. I mean, wow. I basically already have, so. You would you would choose WoW? You wouldn't choose, like, mm-hmm. Destiny at this point? No. Destiny's way too samey. I'm trying to think. Destiny's probably, like, the closest MMO. Mm-hmm. Closest to an MMO I've played, so maybe that. It's probably either, like, WoW for me, Overwatch, or, like, Apex Legends. Okay, sure. It'll be one of those three. And then luckily with like Overwatch, Overwatch 2 is coming out so I can transition to that one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Final Insanity says, what's the most you feel you can be spoiled on a game before you can no longer say you're playing it blind? <clears throat> uh, my opinion on this is simple. Oh, man. Uh, unless something is mechanically spoiled for you, you can say you're playing it blind because I find games are more about you actually interacting with it than story stuff. But what if you're playing like a story focused game, like a visual novel? Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't generally respect those as video games as much for that reason, because what? it those can to- be spoiled. What? Those are video games. What are you talking about? Like, I'm thinking <laughs> like, what about like Life is Strange? The fact that like somebody could tell me how Life is Strange ends and it takes away a big reason to play that game makes me respect it less as a video game doesn't mean anything about the story it's just that the interaction part is important for me okay yeah i can't agree with that one but i mean you do Mm you um i don't i don't know i don't know if i can think of like a a line in the sand where it's like i'm no longer playing it blind because like watching a trailer i wouldn't say would be too much sure or a series of trailers i don't think that would be too much It's hard, and it's a very game-to-game thing. 
Yeah, I I feel like if there's if someone had told me about like a major moment or something and this is just so like ethereal like if, if there's something that i felt would have been meaningful to yeah. know <clears throat> or to, or to not know then it's too much but i'm like that like i'm at, i'm i just answered the question with i'm no longer saying it's blind when i'm b- no longer blind like that's i don't yeah even, yeah yeah i don't know how to answer this it's question. super subjective to you for sure uh conqueror writes favorite mm-hmm. scary movie book show or game okay Scary book is probably the hardest for me. Um, scary show is kind of hard too, actually. I really, I grew up loving Are You Afraid of the Dark? So that has a special place in my heart for show. Um, for game, Resident Evil, the HD remaster or the GameCube version, whatever you want to call it. Scary movie. Like maybe Halloween. I don't know about book though. I've never found a book particularly scary, I guess. See, the ones I'm going to say are like not going to be that <laughs> scary because I don't like scary stuff. Okay. So like. Scary show. I don't know, like Stranger Things. That's a good answer. Sure. Uh, Game. I I can't even like think of one. I don't know. Limbo. Does that count? Sure. Like no. <laughs> book. Can't think of a book. Um, <clears throat> movie. I, I. I guess I enjoyed watching Let Me In the first time. Okay. The the one time I saw it. Sure. With Chloe Grace Moretz. Sure. Okay, I guess. Yeah, that, that works. works. <clears throat> Yogurt Sapien says, similar to Street Fighter 2 and Super Smash Bros. Melee, what other game series has an older game that is just as, if not more popular than its most current game? Oh. I don't know if it's still the case, but mm. Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood were definitely the high points of that series for a long time. Mm-hmm. Odyssey and uh, Origins were pretty popular too, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is I don't know if that's still the case, yeah. but especially like once Origins came, I think that may have changed it. Yeah. Uh, there. I don't know how good the new Modern Warfare is doing. There's something to be said about Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two was like the biggest forever. Okay. I thought people were pretty into the uh, Black Ops. <laughs> and Black Ops, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Fortnite. What? Exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, maybe some of the Pokemon games? I know personally <clears throat> I prefer some of the, the older ones more than the current ones that come out. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how the general community feels about that. Yeah. Um. I think Final Fantasy. I bet Halo. I bet the more previous, the more earlier ones are definitely more well regarded. Yep. Like three was like the biggest game ever, right? Yep. 
I think Final Fantasy as well. People always talk about sure. certain ones that are... Although I'm hearing more and more that 14 is the greatest Final Fantasy game ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matthew writes, which is better, a professor who is a master of their field but who cannot teach or a professor who is a <laughs> novice in their field but can novice, teach? Novice, 100%. Yeah, I feel like it's the novice yeah. as well. Teaching is a skill set that... uh if you get a bad teacher, it can ruin you forever, even if they are the most well-known. Because it doesn't... I'm curious how the first one would work, though. Like, you get an idiot professor. Well, I'm, I guess in this scenario, they're not an idiot. They just have no way of, like, communicating all their knowledge properly. Yeah. Like, that would suck, too. Yeah. That's useless to me, though. Like, as sure. someone trying to but, learn. But the, but the way the other one's useless is you're not getting much knowledge... You're just getting you're getting a very low amount of knowledge yeah. communicated exceptionally well to you. You're getting like a peer. I guess the answer is both of these are helpful. The first one when you're starting a field to like get you introduced, but then the master when you finally know like the basics is probably able to just like you're able to learn from just by experience. So the like answer is kind of both, honestly. Yeah, I mean that's why it's like a like a would you rather? I guess I'd still prefer the the bottom Me one. Me too. Yeah. Uh, final question from Lucas: What's your favorite Castlevania game and why? What's your least favorite and why? Uh, game must be a Castlevania game and not inspired by, uh, or any other Metroidvania game. Uh, so my favorite's Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse. I guess my favorite is <clears throat> Symphony of the Night. Least favorite is probably two Simon's Quest or the ga- the Game Boy. Oh yeah, one. the Game Boy ones for sure. Either one of them, frankly. But they're <laughs> really bad. I also don't like the first two Castlevanias, but those Game Boy ones are just phenomenally bad. And then third question: No repeats. You are you three are part of Scooby Doo? Who is whom? I think we all agree. Sean is Fred. Uh, what? John is probably here's the, shaggy. Here, here, here's the question. Uh-huh. Here's the question. Are we... <clears throat> is, they didn't say the Scooby-Doo gang, so are we a part of the dog Scooby-Doo? Oh, or are we the ones that get foiled by those meddling kids? I guess you could... I, I don't know. Yeah. You, you can pick <clears throat> that. Can I be the bats from the intro sure. song that fly <clears throat> at the camera? Sure. I still think Sean is... Or John is shaggy. But he's not a pothead. Not yet. Shaggy is high all the True. time. So is Scooby-Doo. Shaggy hotboxes the mystery machine with Scooby-Doo in it on a daily basis. Yeah. That's <clears throat> canon. I'm probably Velma. Frankly. Velma? Okay. I do. I did enjoy Fred in the Mystery Incorporated <clears throat> series, and he had a weird fixation on traps. He just loved traps, and I thought that was quite funny. It's pretty good. All right, that's going to do it for questions this week. If you want to send in <laughs> questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Outer Worlds, 100%. Yeah, it, Outer Worlds over here, too, for sure. Um all right, things to keep in mind. We did the TDP Plus episode of Dicey Dungeons early, uh, uh, earlier than usual. 
because we wanted John to be on it. So we did that last night. So that episode is already up. So if you're a subscriber, go over and listen to that. Um, if also you're a, a Patreon subscriber, uh, tomorrow is the last day to vote on what November's game will be. So if you haven't voted, go over to the Patreon and help us decide what game we are going to play next month. Yeah. Until then, we'll be back next uh, week. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ooh. See ya. Spooky, yeah. I'm going to go download Luigi's Mansion right now.